Since the start of the full-scale war against Ukraine, Russians have launched 6,000 missiles and more than 3,000 drones against Ukraine. The absolute majority targeted civilian objects and civilian infrastructure. Let's imagine how many lives can be disrupted by this. But Ukraine has a chance to start reconstruction during the war. It can be paradoxically or not, but Ukraine has already started the recovery process. And today we will describe solutions that people of Ukraine have implemented. The Solutions from Ukraine podcast is brought to you by the Rubrica Media Outlet. My name is Vladislav Faraponov and I am the co-host of this podcast. And before we start, let me remind you that you can support us at Patreon at patreon.com slash rubrica. After you join us at Patreon, you will be able to send us questions that we address in the podcast and also you can get exclusive merch uh, with solutions in Ukraine, of course. And let me introduce my co-host Anastasia Rudenko, who is Rubrica's chief editor. Hello Vlad, uh, hello our listeners and uh... It is not our first podcast about recovery in Ukraine, but uh, today we want to dedicate it to grassroots solutions. Uh, there are a lot of them in Ukraine, uh, and but we want to highlight specific example. And before we dive into the heart of today's story, uh, let me talk about the background. Uh, Ukraine has faced immense challenges, uh, of course, due to the conflict, but many families have been displaced uh, from their homes. Uh, at the beginning of, uh, of this year, uh, the approximate uh, data about the issue was like around 7 million Ukrainians I brought and uh, uh, up to uh, 2 million were internally uh, displaced, um, but uh, again, this data is changing kind of really every day. But amid these challenges, some individuals are determined to make a difference. Uh, so, uh, for example, our story about people's cooperation. Today, we will talk about how Polish volunteers have stepped up to provide used windows for damaged Ukrainian houses. Yeah, and, uh, and let me explain. So, uh, when bombs fall, like windows are the first uh, to suffer from a blast of uh, this wave. And uh, in Poland, uh, actually, volunteers have found a way to help uh, Ukrainians uh, with uh, the restoration. So, they collected used windows and uh, they sent them to Ukraine. And uh, uh, actually, Rubrica learned about this uh, about about the solution and uh, like why uh, it came from Poland. Yes, it is quite. Uh, it looks like a simple idea from the first side, but it is not so easy to implement, and it is a unique experience for now. Volunteers from Warsaw decided to help Ukrainians restore buildings uh, destroyed by the Russians. They have been collected uh, used windows all over Poland for more than a year. And uh, they already um, were sending them to Ukraine. 
this uh, the window project is a joint initiative of Kiev architect Petrov Vladimirov and Polish activist Zofia Yevorovska. They met um, on the wave of volunteering at the beginning of the full-scale war in 2022. And a Polish activists uh, worked with the Polish organization seeking housing for refugees from Ukraine. There were a lot of such Ukrainians, you know. Uh, Vladimir, who was in Warsaw when the full-scale war started, helped Ukrainian architects find work. By the summer uh, last year, the number of refugees fleeing the war to Poland has significantly decreased. Volunteers began to think about how to support Ukrainians in other way and what effective ways will be. Uh, then people began to return to the liberated territories of Kiev, Chernihiv regions, uh, and for them, for uh, the problem of rebuilding destroyed settlements was very, very timely and relevant at the time. Why windows? Well, because of the explosions, glass and windows are the first things that are destroyed. And uh, there is a lack of uh, such materials. So, so we decided to concentrate on windows. Um, and it is like quote of, of initiators of the process. Uh, we found out that Ukraine has no production of window glass and before the war 75% it was imported from Russia and Belarus, imagine. Yeah, but it is, Im- it is really important to understand that since the beginning of uh, um of the hostilities, uh, windows in Ukraine have become really expensive. And not uh, all people uh, really can afford them. At the same time, uh, Poland is basically one of the largest uh, exporter of of um, windows I- in the EU. Uh, so, like uh, the um, like those in, in charge of the, of the project, they thought that uh, it is a a puzzle that can be put together uh, to help um, those Ukrainians who are, are affected by the Russians' uh, attacks. In addition, Poland has really strict laws about removing construction waste. People cannot just take a, a used window to a landfill. I believe they can do it in Ukraine, but, uh, but still... And uh, the window should be taken to a disposal point where it will be uh, like separated into plastic and glass and uh, and uh, kind of stuff like that. And obviously, it takes a lot of time, and uh, sometimes uh, like people are not willing to do it just because of this long process. Uh, so these two guys they created a fund and appealed to the residents of uh, of the polish capital uh, actually warsaw uh, and they appealed uh, uh, to the citizens with a simple request to share uh, the plastic windows uh, actually with ukrainians that they have after the repairs And uh, on the very first day uh, after the call, uh, basically, the citizens uh, brought around 30 windows to the Warsaw Institute of Industrial Design, where the initiative uh, basically was uh, located at the time. So the project has expanded 
Am I right? Yes. Uh, in September last year, the uh, the foundation uh, that uh, actually they founded uh, in uh, in Warsaw, it sent more than six hundred windows to the Kiev Charitable Foundation. So these windows were used to reconstruct uh, a school and the kindergarten in the city of of Hostomil in Kiev region. I just just want to remind everyone that. Uh, Uh, there is an uh, an airfield in uh, in Hostomel which uh, Russians were really planning uh, to to capture and uh, like uh, it was it was one of the key points uh, in the Kyiv region when um, uh, actually Russians were trying uh, to get control of it and um, And another part, uh, in, uh, like in addition to to the part that was sent to to Hostomel, was given to people who were kind of renovating their houses and apartments. And um, in spring this year, trucks with new bunches of Polish windows uh, were sent to uh, Ukraine's uh, second largest city in the uh, in the country, uh, Kharkiv, which is in. Uh, in the east of Ukraine and is uh, right now actually heavily attacked uh, by Russia and uh, in Kherson region uh, the uh, kind of the major city of the region was was liberated uh, last November but still some some part of the um, of the Kherson region is still under Russian control so in a year the initiative has managed to ship about about 1500 windows to ukraine but the main problem obviously um, remains uh, it is uh, logistics like we would like to remind everyone that airports are not working in ukraine and um, basically the ukrainian polish border is uh, actually one of the most active in terms of um, traffic and uh, sometimes people can uh, just wait uh, in the lines around 10 or even more hours so uh, of, of course the problem number one is uh, logistics and uh, the second is actually financing uh, so kind of transportation uh, of this uh, of this type of products <laughs> is uh, a really complicated and expensive uh, process uh, like uh, like those in charge of this project they say that sending one truck from Kyiv to Warsaw uh, actually costs uh, an average of uh, at, at least one uh, 1500 euros uh, which is really a lot of course it's the reason why the project is constantly collecting funds and transportation At the same time, we would also uh, like to talk about windows as a symbol today, and uh, I will give uh, the floor to Nastya. Very important symbol, because, of course, windows are the most fragile component in the building, but also it is, uh, like, um, in the meaning the slot of, of opportunity. I would like to tell you how journalists are uniting because like well, we already mentioned as uh, the word cooperation regarding uh, recovery process and i uh, strict believer that uh, in the recovery um, issue cooperation is inevitable and among journalists too 
especially yeah, independent journalists, independent newsrooms. Um, which problem now we have? A media discourse about recovering Ukraine is really fragmented. Reports from the ground don't appear at the national level. Public awareness of recovery is insufficient and lack of resources, lack of, again, investigation capacities uh, ensue it. Uh, and, okay, we have the situation, but what is the solution? Now independent media organizations together with uh, think tanks and other NGOs um, unite in the recovery window media network to properly cover the recovery processes in Ukraine through joint efforts, initiate public control over the reconstruction, play a role of, of a watchdog over it and offer solutions in cooperation with experts. Yeah, Rubrica is already part of it. And uh, this coalition after launch wants to expand uh, very quickly. So uh, stay tuned. The announcement of Recovery Window Media Coalition will be soon. If you want more details or want to support somehow this idea, uh, just reach out us in uh, social media, uh, Rubrica Solutions from Ukraine, or email us via team at rubrica.com. You can find more episodes of the podcast at rubrica.com or your favorite podcast provide uh, solutions from Ukraine, uh, where we discuss problems and uh, issues uh, from Ukraine and also the people who are doing something about them uh, in the form of solutions. So stay with us and remember to support us at patreon.com slash rubrica. Your support helps us produce more independent podcasting and reporting, which will result in more help for Ukraine to win this hard but important war.